and it's so fucking cold. Rest, just for a minute, rest in the darkness, in the safety of the ditch where no one can see him. Not really so bad. Get used to the cold after a while. Just close his eyes for a second, catch his breath. Rest for a moment. And the next time he opens his eyes, something's looking right back at him. A big muscular shape in the darkness, breath steaming out between sharp teeth, black coat shining in the moonlight. Nice doggy. It barks, lurching forwards and back with every terrifying sound, spittle flying everywhere. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Knife. There's a Stanley knife in his pocket, but his frozen sausage fingers aren't working. They fumble against his torn jacket, swearing, tears, cold, get the fucking knife. And then he hears the voice. Fucking hell, Mauser. There's bare no be another bloody rabbit. Footsteps crunching through frozen grass. Steve drags the Stanley knife out, holds it in his trembling hand, trying to press the metal slider down. Come on, come on, come on. And then a man joins the monster. The moon's behind him, hiding his face, making him a thing of darkness that breathes brimstone smoke into the sudden silence. Hey, Steve, he says. Where you going, man? We're only just getting started. Chapter 2 Inspector! A shivering constable grabbed the blue and white police tape, stretching it up and out of the way. They're over there, sir. Logan McRae plipped the locks on his mud-spattered Audi, then ducked under the tape and slithered his way across the pale sand, making for the knot of figures gathered outside the SOC tent. It sat between a pair of massive sand dunes, the white plastic sheeting flapping in the frigid wind that whistled in off the North Sea. There wasn't a cloud in the sky, but the low sun hadn't made it over the crest of jagged pampas grass yet, leaving the crime scene shrouded in deep blue shadow. Balmedi Beach wasn't exactly the Costa del Sol at the best of times, but at half ten on a cold January morning, it could freeze the nipples off a polar bear. Aberdeen, two degrees north of Moscow. If the city had a zoo, they'd have to give the penguins bobble hats in the winter. Inspector! Inspector McCray! An identification bureau technician dressed in the obligatory white oversuit and blue plastic booties waved him over. Same as all the others, sir. You were right. Brilliant. The one time he actually wanted to be proven wrong. Logan signed in with the crime scene manager, then struggled his way into an SOC suit. It fought him all the way, the wind snatching at the legs and sleeves trying to help it escape. Pathologist? Inside, sir. Photographs and samples are done, so just give us a nod when you want us to remove... He pointed at what Logan knew was lurking in the tent. You know. The whole structure creaked and juddered, the wind moaning through the joints as Logan stepped inside. They'd set up a couple of arc lights, the harsh white glare bouncing back off the sand, making Logan's breath steam as he squatted down beside the pathologist. She looked up at him, her eyes sparkling above the mask that covered her nose and mouth then back down at the head, lying on its side in the pale sand. It was a woman. Early twenties, eyes sunken and glassy, ginger hair bleached almost blonde by the arc lights, freckles dark against her porcelain skin, mouth open. A little drift of sand had built up behind her teeth, something golden glittering away in the depths, just like the other six. How did you know? The pathologist dug the severed head out of the sand. 
She was right where you said she'd be. Logan watched them ease Lucy's head into a clear plastic evidence pouch, seal and label it. One more to add to the collection in the mortuary. Time of death? Dr. Isabel McAllister snapped off her blue nitrile gloves, removed her mask and peeled back the hood of her SOC suit, letting her long, dark hair tumble over her shoulders. You know I can't tell you that. Logan opened his mouth to say something, then shut it as Isabel placed a hand against his chest. Her touch was hot in the cold tent. She stared up into his eyes. I've missed you. Isabel, I... Oh, no, you don't. One of the IB techs marched over. Samantha. Scarlet hair painfully bright in the harsh lighting. She unzipped her suit, exposing a swell of pale cleavage surrounded by tattoos. He's mine, aren't you, Logan? Isabel bit.